Hello everybody, Ben Lodges here, the Raptors Digest, reacting to some more rumors floating around about the Toronto Raptors, and there's been a report that's come out from Eric Pincus, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, capologist for B-Ball Insiders, NBA TV, Bleacher Report, he came out and said, made a tweet, that the Toronto Raptors and the Phoenix Suns have shown interest in Delino, Danilo Gallinari, and... This report is pretty interesting because just made a video on Kevin Love and Andre Drummond, so definitely check that out if you haven't already. But this one, one seems a bit more realistic in terms of the Oklahoma City Thunder are looking to get rid of their players, even though they've been playing really well. They've made it known. They're trying to accumulate young assets, draft picks, and look to the future because they don't really see this team right now working out after they traded Paul George. That still seems to be the sentiments from all the reports that have come out, even though they've been like the second best team in the league, I think, since November something. So it'll be interesting to see what, how that all unfolds and develops. But the fact is, a lot of their players still seem to be brought up in trade rumors, and the Toronto Raptors seem to be tied to every player that comes up to the rumor mill. So maybe it's Masai Jerry doing his due diligence, seeing what, if he, maybe he could finesse a team or anything like that. But let, let's get into Daniel Gallinari, because he's a player that is pretty intriguing. He knocks down the three. He's not bad on defense. He This season, he's averaged about 18 points per game, uh, six rebounds, three assists. But what you're really getting with Gallinari is the three-point shooting. This season, he's shooting about 40% on seven attempts per game. Career is right around that number, 38%. So he, he's a guy that can really knock down the, the three-point shots. And on top of it, he's not just a three-point shooter. He's not just a guy that you expect to go out there and take three-point shots. He could score in the lane. He can score in the mid-range. He could score around the rim. He, he's an all-around scorer on the offensive end. He's not known for his defense by any means, but... He's a guy that certainly isn't a complete negative out there on the defensive end. So in that sense, he would fit in perfectly with what the Toronto Raptors are looking to do. People that continuously space the floor, that are kind of positionless basketball. We've even seen it with our point guards this season, Lowry, Fred. At some points, Lowry's been at the three position because Patrick McCaw, he's been running the point guard. So... The positionlessness, if that's a word, of Daniil Gallinari would really help with the Toronto Raptors offense. And the three-point shooting. Nick Nurse loves to have this team firing up a lot of threes and getting the more efficient three-point shooters out there, especially at the volume he does it at. That would be a, a big plus if he ended up being brought into the Toronto Raptors. Now, with all the huge additives he'd have on the court, I think a lot of people agree he'd be a nice piece to integrate into the lineup. There are some other things we'd have to look at with Daniil Gallinari, because the same thing with the last video, when I, when I brought up I didn't really want to bring in Kevin Love or Andre Drummond, not necessarily because they'd be horrible fits, why, you know, because they wouldn't work with the team or anything like that, but the other things, like the, the contract situation with both of those players, and what we'd have to give up to end up getting them, so we'll, we'll break that down, those same things down with Daniil Gallinari, because it's, it's a different situation with him. He's currently on a one-year deal, so... He is an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. He has the potential to just leave and go wherever wherever he wants to. No, the same similar to Kawhi. He he could leave after one year. But Masai Ujiri, the, the the Toronto Raptors general manager, staff, all that sort of stuff, they, they could look at that as maybe a positive thing because Giannis Antetokounmpo, the biggest name of them all this uh, the season, not this offseason, but the season after, can sign that super max extension with the Milwaukee Bucks this summer. And if that inevitably happens, maybe Masai says, hey, I don't know if we really need that flexibility. Maybe Gallinari is a guy I'd like to go forward with as our, our starting three. And then he gives some money to Daniel Gallinari because 
he's a guy that's not super old. He's 31, so one could definitely foresee some really solid years coming for, for Daniel Gallinari. And then in the other case where Giannis doesn't sign that extension, maybe the speculation that he leaves Milwaukee is amped up. We could let Gallinari walk and still have all that open space for that summer in 2021. That Every trade video, every signing video, there's also one we're going to make on Fred coming out in the next couple days. But every move the Toronto Raptors make from now until July 1st, 2021, it's going to be dependent on that free agency and dependent on having some space open to sign some guys that summer. I think that's what Masai Ujiri is looking forward to. That's what everything's been implied from the Toronto Raptors front office. And looking at Gallinari's game, he is certainly a bucket. I think he'd be a positive for this team if we inserted him into our starting lineup now. But the, there's a couple things, a couple of red flags when you look at Gallinari. The injuries have been a huge factor in terms of his career and why he's kind of a, a lesser known name than you'd probably think a guy with his stats would be. You just look back to past seasons. Last year, he played a solid amount of games, 68 still. That's uh, that's 48 games missed. Uh, he only played 21 the season prior. He's a, He hovers around 63 the season before, 53 the season before that, 20, uh, 59 the season before that, but it seems like you can always count on him missing 15 to 20 games per season and we've seen it this year those injuries can get in the way of the rhythm of a team and because he's had this injury history maybe he's at higher risk in his older age of a really serious one that keeps him out a full year so definitely definitely something to look at as a Toronto Raptors fans if we're looking to keep the guy long term I know earlier in his career he had a bunch of injuries but kept about half a season full season 40 games and all that sort of stuff so the injuries are, are a big thing with Gallinari but aside from that, I there, there's not many holes in this game that would really frustrate me if we ended up bringing him in. Some people might look to his defense because he's not known as a defensive guy, but especially in his time with the Clippers, he made himself known as above average NBA defender. He's not the craziest athlete. He's not going to kawaii someone in terms of defense, being able to move his feet quicker and all that sort of stuff. But his positioning, his IQ, it's really, it's touted as one of the higher IQs in terms of defending in the league. He's a big body, he's 6'10", 230, so he can body down low with it with a smart positioning and guard some of the bigger players in the league. A lot of teams like to try and isolate him. He does a pretty good job when he's, you know, left on an island and has to guard someone straight up. So I definitely don't think he'd be a negative if we were to throw him into the, the Toronto Raptors scheme and defensive sets. Because obviously, if he was coming to this team, he's not taking Siakam's spot. He's not big enough to play the center. OG Anobi would be relegated to the, the backup position. Gallinari would be the starting three. So OG's defense, which is his number one asset right now, would be you know a loss if he were to be taken out of the starting unit. But I don't think it would be such a drop-off than if we were to insert Gallinari into that lineup. But that, that moves to it. Who would we have to give up for, for Gallinari? Because this could be a risk. As I brought up earlier when, when talking about his contract, he could be a half a season rental. We know Masai Ujiri. He's done a few trades in the past for rental players at the, the trade deadline or risk of rentals. P, we can look at PJ Tucker. We can look at Marcus Gasol last season as that was a risk. If things didn't work out, maybe Marcus Gasol left for nothing. But with those said, Masai Ujiri has said he doesn't really like the, the trade deadline deals. He, he, that used to be a really big thing, if people remember back 2015, before the P.J. Tucker trade happened. Uh, Masai Ujiri really refused to, to make any trades midseason, and people got really frustrated because we, we struggled at the four. We had a, a Mayor Johnson who was injured a lot starting there, and then one season we had Scola. So 
Ujiri used to be notoriously known for not making end-season trades. He says he likes to build up the chemistry and all that, but the only way I see this sort of move happening for Gallinari or whoever is if Masai Ujiri thinks it can help us come out of the Eastern Conference this season. It gives us a realistic shot to come out of the Eastern Conference this season. Now, obviously, I'm uh, I'm optimistic. I'm overly optimistic about the Toronto Raptors. That's kind of my perspective on the team forever. So I think it's possible with the roster we have to come out of the Eastern Conference. So maybe if a move happens and Gallinari comes in, that could put us over the top. But I think the only way that Masai makes one of those moves, you know, we brought in P.J. Tucker to maybe hopefully stop LeBron. And that was an optimistic move at the trade deadline to, to take take the Raptors another step further. It'd have to be, he'd have to take that sort of perspective on it because long-term, Gallinari giving up a young asset because likely it would have to be a first-round pick. I think... This deal doesn't get done without a pick thrown into it or an OG Anobi, which I'd be more hesitant to considering he's one of our only young guys. I know a lot of people are low on OG Anobi right now, but he's only 22 years old. He's dealt with injuries and all that sort of stuff. And he's shown a lot of really great flashes this season of being a potential top tier NBA 3 and D player. So I wouldn't want to just give up on him this year for a guy that could only be here for four months that's that's not I don't think Masai Ujiri would make that move either so I think it would have to be a first round pick and then maybe just something to match the salary and that's that actually gets into something weird too with the Raptors because we don't really have any bad players that would we want to match this contract with because maybe it would have to be a Sergi Baca they're they're on a similar contract right now Gallinari's making about 22 million this season so Maybe you'd be a straight up for for Sergi Baca or Marcus Sol. That that would that would be tough in my opinion because that that's a lot of value we're giving up for. Even though Gallinari is a high value guy back, that's a lot of value we'd have to send out. Some people have brought up Norman Powell. Norman Powell was averaging a twenty piece himself before he went down with injuries. Now some people are not as high as Norman Powell and saying he's a bit too inconsistent and all that sort of stuff. And I completely get it, but. Again, he's a couple years younger. He does play better defense. You know, Norm is known as a defender in the in the league. He can knock down threes. Not the same clip as Gallinari, but not far off. He's shooting the a similar amount of three, a couple less threes per game. He's shooting about five threes per game. Still at 39%, only one percentage point less than, than Gallinari. Uh, Norm's averaging 14.4 points per game, and that's only been going up as the season went along. So he got more... Uh, fulfilled with uh, the kind of role he's been given with the Toronto Raptors. Then when you look past Norman Powell, there's not many players. There's there's no one really left. There's no one really left that we could trade. It would have to be Gasol or Serge Ibaka. You know, the, the next highest contract after Norm is Fred Van Vliet at $9 million. I'm, I'm not giving up Fred Van Vliet for Gallinari. Sorry, that's not what I'm looking for. Uh, Patrick McCaw at $4 million. Then $4 million, you'd have to give up, like, Stanley Johnson, Patrick McCaw. Rondé, a bunch of those guys, and I don't think the the Thunder would want that. I don't think Masai Ujiri wanted to deplete our bench, especially if if it means giving up some of our valuable young guys like Boucher. Even though Boucher's not young, he's twenty seven. Uh, Boucher or TD, where their salaries are only like one million a piece. So unless they're the the focus of the trade, it doesn't make sense to throw just throw them in for Gallinari. I don't know. Making the money work just confuses me. Maybe there'd be a third team or something else involved to facilitate this trade happening. So my takeaway from this kind of rumor and all that sort of stuff, I think Gallinari would be a, a very nice fit for the Toronto Raptors, a nice calculated risk considering he's a free agent and what the Giannis situation is going to happen. I think he doesn't risk our future. It doesn't risk our future in terms of free agency if we bring him in now. 
for the cost of a first round pick, I would certainly do it. I wouldn't want to give up a key piece like OG Anobi or Norman Powell on top of a first round pick. And I'd be hesitant to even make that move with Justin Norman Powell. But I am I guess Gallinari is a better player right now. I think that's a fair thing to say. But the way Norm's trajectory was going, it was looking really nice before the trade happened. And the injury situation with Gallinari, I think that's also too risky to just give up on Norm for, for that sort of deal. But yeah, let me know what you guys think because it's pretty interesting to see if... Because he'd be a nice piece to just throw in with the Toronto Raptors. A, a deal surrounded by a first-round pick would certainly be exciting, a nice nice look to see. Anyways, you're the best for making this far. Check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all the cool stuff. Uh, lots, of, lots of interesting videos coming. Tomorrow's back tomorrow, so stay tuned to the Raptors Digest. I'm signing out. Cheers.